0: All the hyper dogs into one. Yes. And she is very smart, but she thinks she's good at playing stupid. But <laughs> I see right through it. Tough. She thinks she can get away with things <laughs> if she acts like she's stupid, but I know she's not stupid.
1: No, those are I all super, super smart breeds.
0: That. I I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> like, I know you know what I'm saying. Oh, dogs. Yeah. I love it. They're the best but also the worst. She likes to clean um, Zuko's butt.
1: Gross. <laughs> and he's the cat, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> he has a hard time cleaning back there sometimes. So.
1: Well, at least she's helpful. Yep. <laughs> he
0: doesn't so seem gross. to mind either. That's good. What are siblings <laughs> for? But cleaning butts. <laughs> <laughs> Real gross. I mean,
1: at least they're dogs and cats and they lick themselves all the time and eat yeah. poop, so. Yep. Our biggest thing is our dogs keep, like, digging the mud and eating the dirt. And we're like,
0: stop eating the
1: dirt! Yes. It's like, why do you, like, want to eat the mud so bad? Jinx
0: has done that twice. And each time she barfed mud in yeah, the house. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, so gross.
1: <laughs> and I don't know what it is about the dirt that they just want to eat it. Because it used to never be a problem with Quinn. But then Harley started doing it. And we were like, stop. So then the puppy started doing it, Monster, And then now Quinn is starting to it. We're like, what? why yeah. like freya why it.
0: i think freya finds something interesting in the dirt and then you jinx got is got like mm, that's kind of interesting and it's, it's like dirt, dirt clumps
1: yeah or like these muddy dirt clumps and i was like was it just because you were like happening to get the dirt clumps while trying to eat grass like what is in it?
0: it i don't know i don't know it's so <laughs>
1: annoying so we can't like leave them unsupervised otherwise they just come in like caked mud paws and like dirty mouths and we're like ugh stop yeah. it and harley's diabetic so we have to be really careful like what she's eating like yeah i'm sure there's not a lot of sugar in the mud but still probably not good <laughs> still not the best thing for her to be eating yeah uh so ridiculous dogs okay hello animal lovers welcome to my podcast where i geek out about animals i'm nicole and you are listening to animal facts this podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears specifically young ones and I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because I just love learning about them. I think they're so cool, and they can do so many cool things. Some things I say may just be my opinion, and sometimes I am misinformed. Or sometimes I am just straight up wrong. So forgive me, I am only human after all. But please email me at animalfactspodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com so I can correct myself, and I also have the chance to learn from you. Thanks for joining me! Enjoy! Welcome animal lovers to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole and my guest this week is
0: Megan. Megan!
1: <laughs> one of my really good friends that I grew up with. Um, which brings us to a personal question of how did we meet slash if you don't remember like what's a memory that you have of us?
0: Uh, it was eighth grade. Yeah, was middle school. And I, I think I met you at soccer before yeah. I met you at school. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because you were, you were in private school first. Mm-hmm. And then we saw each other at middle school, like public school. And I was like, you go here? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I thought you were in private school. I just switched that year. Yeah. So we got to hang out in the summer a little bit while soccer was going.
0: Yep. And Good then time. you introduced me to all your friends. That's
1: right. I wasn't
0: a loner anymore. Anyway. That's right. <laughs> and then
1: we picked on poor Bailey. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> we I I look back at my child and I'm like, man, I was such a bully. I was such a terrible
0: person. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was so mean. Oh, <laughs> I was just the, the weirdo at private school, so it was a different experience going to public school. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you had super
1: cute short hair in soccer, and I don't remember. Did you? It was, like, in the phase where everyone, like, had, like, the under part of their hair, like, darker dyed.
0: I don't think mine was. I think it just gets lighter from the sun yeah, on top. I
1: remember it was remember that feeling like time, I never feel like a boy, though. though.
0: My hair was so, <laughs> was so, short, so short. I'm like, this will be so cute. Cut it off. And I'm like, I feel like a boy. <laughs> no,
1: it was cute. You always looked cute with dark hair. Or not dark, short hair. <laughs> but I remember, like, it was that time because a bunch of the other kids, like, a couple of the other girls that you happened to go to private school with also had their hair like that. And then I remember us talking about them. And I was like, oh, you're all in school together. Cause I've never seen these girls before. Yeah. So good times so that's how we met soccer in middle school and we've had a lot of memories since then definitely <laughs> how many years because what was it? that was like 2008
0: 2008
1: yeah and it's 2022 now
0: <laughs>
1: a long time <laughs> i've known you longer than i've known josh
0: yep fairly but just, yeah
1: just by about a year yeah <laughs> so cool that's how we met okay you ready to guess your animal
0: i'll do my best
1: all right (laughs) i personally have never heard of this animal until a few months ago when i first discovered it and i was like what so if you guess it i will be very surprised but your first clue is it is the world's most rare marine mammal (laughs) Uh. (laughs) and you can just guess random things too if you're like i don't know I only can think of common things, so. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Your other clue that I always give is that if it's a mammal and if it has an A in it. It is technically a mammal, and it does have an A in it, if that gives you any other ideas. No, it doesn't. <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. Your next clue is that it can only be found in one area of the world,
0: and it's like a super small area. Super small area. Mm-hmm i'm unsure fair
1: <laughs> and your last clue is that in spanish their name means small cow small cow Mhm. so if you're really good at spanish you might know
0: well that makes me think of manatees but i doubt it's that i feel like those are pretty well known. true
1: manatees are known as the sea cow
0: Yes, cow. So, so you're <laughs> not
1: you're not wrong with thinking that. It also does make it seem like it's a manatee, but it is not a manatee. You ready for it? I'm ready. All right, drum roll. <laughs> it is a vaquita. <laughs> Never heard of that. <laughs> Aka, it is like the smallest porpoise species cool and it's also known as the panda of the sea oh i will show you a picture please do yes vaquita hopefully i'm saying it right
0: this is a vaquita oh they're super cute it's like a baby dolphin yeah i like it yeah they're really cute i like they have too. like <laughs> silly face yeah they have a little
1: smiley face kind of because cute yeah so that is the vaquita Um, so some general information about it is that it is in the same order of whales and dolphins and porpoises, um, which is a scientific word, uh, Cetacea. I don't know. I'm really bad at science words. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: all their scientific names, I'm like, (laughs) Latin is hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so their nickname is the Panda of the Sea, you can see why, because they kind of have, like... The, little... the black patches like pandas do yeah. black and white um and then their specific species classified is classified as it looks like Pinocchio to me, but it's like fosoena sinus yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't, um which translates to porpoise from the Gulf of California, okay, which I don't know how sinus gets that, but you know it does okay so i don't know because sinus i just think of my nose yes (laughs) um so much like their cousins the dolphins because they're a porpoise and i'll talk about the difference between porpoises and dolphins near the end um but vaquitas are very flexible in the salt water and they're predators very similar to dolphins and we talked about that in spanish their name means small cow and apparently the word porpoise comes from the latin porcopiasis which means fish pig (laughs) (laughs) so it's small cow and a fish pig (laughs) very fitting yeah (laughs) um and then like the harbor porpoises cousins they do make loud sounds that are pig snout like
0: funny pig snort
1: like um so that's why they're It works that it's also a fish pig, because they are commonly known as the Puffing Pigs. (laughs) Can you imagine if that was, like, a gang name? The Puffing Pigs. That's hilarious. (laughs) I remember we were going to do our own little scooter gang, because I had a scooter and you had a scooter. I don't know what our, maybe our name would have been the Puffing Pigs. (laughs) Imagine if we had, like, the little fake leather jackets or, like, suede. jackets. It just sounds like you're out of shape if you're the Puffing Pigs. I mean, if we're on scooters everywhere, we Uh, probably would be. (laughs) (laughs) Little mopeds. (laughs) Not like the foot pedal scooters, like mopeds, so it's the true lazy, but not, they're light enough that you don't need to be strong for a motorcycle. (laughs) Yeah. The Puffing Pigs. That's what we would be soccer kids being the puffing thing that should have been our soccer team mate. that would have been that cool. would have been so great especially if we were pink pink puffing i feel face. like that was was that the year that we like lost every game there was a year that i like my team lost every game. i feel like
0: we were pretty good because we would play with like That's the true, boys team. we also
1: had like
0: yeah we had a lot of
1: good people on that team because that was the year i think jordan andrews tab was our coach probably i like yeah him. He was good. I remember there was one year my coach told me I sucked and then I was like, Okay (laughs) And then I like lost my interest in soccer. (laughs) But I think it was maybe it was my like I don't remember it was like a team that I like just got put on that I didn't know anyone on Mm because it was the year like a bunch of my friends were moving, a bunch of the like coaches were gonna start coaching like their younger kids' teams and so I got put on, like, a new team. I had no idea who most of the people were, and that was the year that we, like, lost every game. <laughs> I think we were known as the Greyhounds. <laughs> so, good, good, good sad times. But, you know, it was for the fun of it, right? Didn't yeah. matter if we won or lost. But, yeah. soccer. Puffing Pigs. Future, <laughs> if we ever come get a, join a new soccer team, we'll be the Puffing Pigs. Can recommend it for your kiddos. There we go! <laughs> be the puffing pigs <laughs> i would straight up root go puffing pigs you could do it too and then our kids can be on the same soccer team there we and go we'll just be like the puffing pigs it'll be great we'll just have to time it drill it into their head and kids. eventually they'll recommend it themselves that's true mm-hmm. condition them yes what is it inception <laughs> we'll inceptionize them cool Alright, so, people who did not get to see cool pictures of the zaquitas, anyone trying to learn how to spell it, it's Um, V-A-Q-U-I-T-A-S. So, they're small, cute little guys. They're about five feet long and an average of 120 pounds, so they're roughly the size of me and Megan. (laughs) Um, She's taller than five foot, but I'm only slightly taller than five foot. (laughs) And then they can weigh as little as 65 pounds, but averagely they're about 120. Um, and then they are the smallest member of the dolphin, whale, and porpoise family. Females are longer than males, but the males have larger fins. And then they have small, strong bodies with rounded heads, and they don't have those beaks that dolphins have, um... If people know what I'm talking about, like, dolphins have, like, those pointed noses that are great for their whatever they do, um, but porpoises have more rounded faces, so they don't have what they call beaks. And then they have large dark rings around their eyes and dark eye patches, or dark patches on their lips as well that kind of form a line in their mouth, making it kind of look like they're smiling, which is kind of cute. And then that line, that dark line, also continues down to their pectoral fins, and then their dorsal surface, which is, like, the top part of them, is a dark gray, while the sides are a pale gray, and then their belly area is a light gray, like, has white with light gray markings on it. And their teeth are not, like, cone-shaped, they're spade-shaped, which I think is interesting.
0: Yeah. So, I mean...
1: It makes sense, I suppose. I don't know what our teeth shape are.
0: What would I'm you? not sure. I don't either. But I mean, we have molars, which are different than the Canines and, and everything. Yeah.
1: But they have spade-shaped teeth, which I just think of the deck of cards, the spades. Yeah. And <laughs> just imagine them having a bunch of those in their teeth, and it's funny to me. fun. Yeah. Um. So they have spade-shaped teeth, and then they have triangular-shaped dorsal fins in the middle of their backs. If you guys hear my kid crying, I apologize. Um, Which are taller and wider than most other porpoises, so they do have, like, bigger fins. And they believe it's to help them to allow them to reduce their body temperature since they're found in warmer waters than most other dolphins and porpoises. Um, And then the, yeah, so then their markings around their mouth and face make them look like they're smiling. Which
0: is cute. Very cute.
1: Yeah. They're very cute little sea creatures. So here's where it starts to get a little sad, because we said that they're the most rare marine mammal, and it's because they are critically endangered. Oh, no. Um, do you want to take a wild guess at how many you think are left in the wild?
0: Uh, 2,000?
1: Oof, we wish. Oh. Much, much, much lower. 150? Much lower. Well, no! (laughs) I know, it's super sad. That's awful. I know. Scientists think there's only... A few years ago, they believed there was only less than 30, and now they think there's only about 10 left. It's really sad. Which is why I'm like, we need to talk about this animal. Um, So last year, like, in 2018, they believed that they were going to be extinct by the end of 2021, it is now 2022, and they have yet to go extinct, so there's a little bit of a win. Yeah. Um. So they've survived past when they thought they might go, um, but their numbers are super low, and their extinction is basically kind of inevitable,
0: Yeah. Um,
1: unless we can really make some bold, huge actions that change their fate, and that relies heavily on the Mexican government, um, which they are working on, but it's very difficult because of all the, like, illegal poaching and people using gill nets and things, which we'll talk more about, too. Um, and the other thing is there's none in captivity, so it's really hard for them to get them in captivity in order to, like, ensure their conservation efforts, so that's the other struggles that they haven't been able to get them in captivity, so... Once they're gone, they're gone. We don't have any to try to bring back their population. So, the history of these little guys, um, they were first discovered pretty late, actually, in 1958, which I feel like most animals are discovered in, like, the 1700s or 1800s or early 1900s. So, um, they were discovered in 1958. And by 1997, their numbers were estimated to be at 567. And then 11 years later, in 2008, they were estimated to only have 245. So then by 2017, they were trying to make, like, all these different efforts of, like, um, fishing, like, laws and rules, because that's where most of them get hurt is from fishermen. Um, so they're trying to make all these different changes, and it's been a struggle, and so then in 2017, um, a group of scientists and veterinarians and conservationists gathered to try and catch a couple to put them into captivity for, like, a, basically, we're trying to put them in this, like, safe area, like a water reserve, I guess, kind of like, you know, like a, a place where they would be safe, and they could live in open areas, but not have to worry about fish getting them, natural predators or humans. Um, But in the process of trying to catch, they got a hold of two. um, And this was like a multi-million dollar project to transfer two wild ones to these like protected sea pens. But in the process of transferring them, um, the two females they got started to show like major signs of stress. So they had to re-release them. Um, they couldn't get them safely to the pens, and then one of them from the stress didn't actually end up surviving, so they accidentally wow. killed one, which is why it's really hard for them to justify capturing them to moving them, because they get so stressed that they. it's really hard to get them into captivity because of their stress levels. And after that, that program that they started was then discontinued, oh. <laughs> so... There's other, like, groups trying to do the same thing, but it's still really hard because because there's only a couple of them left, it's like, do we risk killing one trying to get it to captivity, or do we just try to protect the few, or do we find a new way? So it's really hard. So we mentioned that they live in a very small area in one part of the world. Do you want to guess where that is?
0: (laughs) I thought you said California and Mexico. Yeah.
1: See? You were listening. <laughs> I am listening. <laughs> um, so, yes, they are only found in the northern parts of the Gulf of California in Mexico. Um, and depending on where you look, the square mileage is a little different, but it's roughly like 1,500 square miles of an area, which is less than one-fourth the size of metropolitan Los Angeles. So, it's a very small Space that they're found, and they're really shy, and there's only a few of them, so they're like they don't really branch out of their area very often,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and so they're only found in that one area in California, Mexico area. Um, so do you want to take a wild gander at what they eat? Fish, fish, anything else? Nope, fish <laughs> is great, they do eat fish, so you're not wrong. <laughs> <robbed. laughs> Um, So they feed on small fish, crustaceans, like crabs, lobsters, and shrimp. They'll also eat squid and octopi. So they have a pretty well-rounded diet of meat. (laughs) Um, And they use their famous echolocation to hunt, which I find echolocation just so crazy. I kind of, I've heard people, like, training themselves to, like, be able to do echolocation. What? (laughs) Yeah, some people, like, will just... I feel like most of the time it's blind people, but I have heard of a few people like trying to train themselves to use echolocation, where they'll like send out like a sound in a Mm. dark room and they'll find what they need to. Interesting, right? I'm like that'd be so cool to learn, but I feel like that takes so much time and like like, dedication.
0: Everybody around you, crazy too.
1: (laughs) Probably to just be walking around with your eyes closed, like chirping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hello, Megan. What a beautiful face
0: you have. (laughs) (laughs) Let me scream at it so I can see better. Ah! it's like what is it from avatar it makes me think of avatar yeah Yeah. (laughs) that
1: one where they're watching the play and the guy being my name's Top because it rhymes with (laughs) Top. i send out a cool like yell and he just yells and talks like yes (laughs) that is yeah
0: yeah that is immediately what i thought of
1: (laughs) you're screaming your face so i know exactly what it looks like i got a good look at your face Imagine if that is how the world worked. If we all just yelled at each other to like see our faces, I feel like we'd partially be deaf. Probably not just blind. <laughs> we'd be both.
0: Probably Death within family. a few years.
1: Probably just constantly blasting our eardrums with yelling. Oh, more reason for me to stay inside, <laughs> <laughs> away from people. No thanks. Um, so yeah, echolocation. This technique. Is used by a lot of whales, dolphins, and porpoises. Every time I say porpoise, I think, like, the pun of purpose. Like, I've got a porpoise. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Every time I say it, so I, like, innerly giggle. Um, But it involves making high-pitched clicks. (laughs) So not necessarily yelling. Yeah. But yelling is funnier. Um, that bounce off the objects around them, and then the sound comes back and gives them information that then helps them to decide if what they're seeing is dinner or not. So, yeah, that's how echolocation works.
0: Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, puppies.
1: Um, And then some scientists also think that their, like, their unique facial markings, their little panda faces, also kind of help them with hunting food. They don't know how. I don't know how. Honestly, this animal is so rare and unique and endangered that a lot of information is hard to get because they can't study them very easily. <laughs> because they run and hide and there's just so few. So, they know what they know and that's all they know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what are these poor little vaquita's threats and predators? They're natural predators, like what will eat them naturally is not super known. but they believe it's some species of sharks sometimes might eat them, and other big, like, carnivorous fish. But for the most part, they don't really know what eats them. (laughs) Because they're also found in, like, more shallow areas, so they're not super, like, in the deep ocean. So the areas they're found in, they're not, like... They're not the biggest, animal, like, fish in the sea in that area, but they're not the smallest either, so. They don't really know. But, humans, <laughs> we it suck. Yeah. We are their worst threat. <laughs> it's so sad. And it's not even us trying to catch them. That's the sad thing, is we're not trying to catch the vaquita, we're trying to catch other fish and other things um, that they get caught in the fishing nets, and then they're caught because what just happens yeah um they either get drowned or they get caught and then people are like oh well i caught one um so it's like illegal fishing operations or like all the gill nets that are being used in that area so and it's like other fish they're trying to catch they just happen to sadly get caught so that's the biggest threat is fishing in areas people shouldn't be fishing in or using equipment they shouldn't be using and for a while, they were, like, able to get those people to stop using certain equipments because they were, like, paying them to use other equipment. But then in 2019, that program, like, got shut down, potentially from COVID. I'm not sure. Um, and then because of that, then people were like, well, I'm just going to start using gill nuts again because <laughs> it's easier, better, more efficient for them. Yeah. Um, but then it also kills other animals that they don't want them to. So... We talked about them being shy. Do you want to guess what other kind of behavioral traits the Vikitas have? Mm. Do you think they're, like, solitary?
0: Or, like, do you think they live in, like, family groups? I feel like they would be in family groups. Yeah. Uh, like dolphins.
1: You might. Yeah. I feel like... Okay, this is my personal opinion. I feel like... If there's enough of them, they would be found in family groups like dolphins. Mm -hmm. But I think because there are so few that they're found mostly, like, alone or in just small pairs.
0: Oh.
1: Um, And I think it's just because that is, because there's so few of them. I think if we were on the world today, like, if they were on the world today as popular as dolphins or other fish, then we would probably see them more like orcas and dolphins in their, like, cute little family happy things. But I think that most of the time when they are in pairs, it's either because they just happen to find another one of themselves, or it's like a mom and a kid, or a mating pair. That's my personal opinion as to why they're only found alone or in pairs, but I do think you're right that they would normally be found in big family groupings if they could. But if all ten of them were together, that would be really sad because then they'd all be wiped out at the same time. Yeah, that's true.
0: Which would be super sad. Yeah.
1: Ugh, my heart. I hope that there is, like, a secret organization of these animals somewhere else in the sea. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hiding from humans. Yeah.
1: That would be nice. That's the hope, you know? Let's just hope that that's, that's the real truth, that there's just some secret group of them somewhere else and we just don't know where they are. Um... But they are very shy. They usually avoid boats, especially the ones with active engines. So it makes them really difficult to observe. And they're also really small. And they don't surface, like, a bunch like other things. They'll, like, very lightly surface. And then they kind of, like, go back down and avoid any loud sounds from boats. So they're really hard to see. So most of the pictures of them are actually, like, art. Um, or, like, digital. (laughs) Like, not real pictures of them. Um... Because most pictures of them are just, like, them the barely surfacing and then going back under. So, or dead ones caught in nets. Oh. So, most most pictures of them swimming around happily in the ocean is just art. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But, if you look them up, they are super cute, though. And the art of them is pretty good. So, Um... They, as we kind of talked about, they do their echolocation and they make their little pig snort sounds um they do also make whistling sounds to communicate with one another as well which is kind of cool yeah so there you go instead of screaming at each other we can just communicate with whistles (laughs) (laughs) it's me saying hi how are you what if we could like communicate with whistling I'm sure it's been done before. Probably, like some secret code. Just doesn't work for people who can't whistle. That's true. I struggle with whistling, but They're not great. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking with Josh there because we were doing something, and I was like, I can't wink, and I can't do this. <laughs> I can't whistle very easily. So if I wanted to like whistle at him, like that, like wolf whistle or wolf call or whatever, it'd be like basically what I just did. I'm like <sighs> <sighs> whistling. Those those things are difficult. Okay. Life cycle. Time for babies. Because the babies are so cute. Um, they reach sexual maturity at about three to six years old. And then, do you want to guess how long their pregnancy lasts? This should be up your alley, because you deal with ultrasounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, but pregnancies vary by species. Yes, it is.
1: But this is, like, I feel like where you would be most fascinated. <laughs> mm.
0: I don't know. I feel like some species that live longer have longer pregnancies, and sometimes it's the opposite.
1: It's true. And I also feel like it's size-based. Like, elephants have two-year-long pregnancies, and they're huge because they've got a huge thing to grow. I'll go with eight months. Eight months
0: isn't bad. It's a little more. Because remember, they're about the size of me. Well, uh, a human pregnancy is yeah. ten months. Mm-hmm. So, is it 10 months? Yeah. It's about 10 to 11 months. Wow.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it compares to other dolphins. I didn't look. But their pregnancy is about 10 to 11 months, so basically a year. <laughs>
0: yeah. A long time.
1: <laughs> yes. And uh, that sounds exhausting. I wasn't even, like, pregnant for the full 10. <laughs> I was only, like, <laughs> 8, <laughs> 7, I don't know, 32 weeks. Um, but, yeah, so they're pregnant for about 10 to 12. 12- 10 to 11 months, and then they are thought to only give birth, like, once every other year, and it's only to a single calf. I can't imagine having to have two babies when they're already so small. And I know, like, for dolphins in general, being pregnant for a dolphin is just really hard because they get heavy, and they have to, like, surface more, and it's just really difficult, and they become more of a target, too. Yeah. So, they're endangered enough. They don't need to have a difficult pregnancy. No. Um, but their babies are about two and a half feet long and 16 pounds.
0: Cute.
1: Yes, very cute, but also, ouch, that's half their body length. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine having
0: half of my body length of a kid. No, that's terrifying to think about. At least they're not, like, 50 pounds. Yeah. So they're only
1: 16 pounds, but half their body length. They're still a big baby. Yes, this is a very big baby. Um, and they usually give birth between the months of February and April. And a newborn is darker in color, and then they have more like this wide gray fringe of color that runs from their head to their flukes, which is kind of cute. And when they say fringe, I think of bangs. So I imagine it to kind of be, <laughs> be like a bang look. Like, that sounds weird yeah a bang look (laughs) a fringy look i understand why they use fringe now for bangs yeah do you say bangs or fringe
0: i feel like i use them interchangeably fair i usually say fringe i think more like side swept and bangs i think straight across the forehead there you go i like
1: it yeah i just say bangs (laughs) fringe is so fancy because it's british Um, do you want to guess for, like, how, like, what their typical life expectancy is? How long they could live to if they weren't
0: getting murdered constantly. Getting murdered constantly, yeah.
1: <laughs> how long they could live if they were left alone in peace?
0: 80 to 90 years?
1: That would be nice. But no. No? It's a shorter amount of time.
0: Sad. <laughs> 60? Less. Less? Yeah. 45? Bless. I don't know. (laughs)
1: It's our drinking age, 21.
0: That's all?
1: Yeah, they only live to be 21. And they can't even have babies until they're three or six.
0: Well, that's disappointing.
1: I know. It is sad because, what is it, what's 20 years from now? The 2040s? If none of them have babies by the 2040s, they could all be gone. Hopefully they have lots of babies. Yes. And they just kind of keep keep on surprising us. And eventually, hopefully, there's just so many of them. That's the goal. That's the goal. Okay. So, time for cool, weird facts. So, not that all of these are cool or weird, because this is a very sad animal. I promise your next animal is not so sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Specifically, I was going to do the other one first, but then I was like, this one will release first. so I should probably do this one first before they do go extinct, <laughs> was my thinking. Because it would be sad if I released it and then they are like,
0: this animal is extinct. And I'm
1: like, oh, <laughs> yeah, would <laughs> be so sad. Um, so your next one is not a set, I promise.
0: Okay, so
1: the fish that is in high demand is called a totovera. Totovera we'll say that. Um, and they're in high demand because of their swim bladders are perceived in, uh, Chinese medicines as, um, having medicinal properties, as a lot of other animal body parts are. So, soups made with the swim bladder of the Totibera is, um, yeah, very high in demand, and they, this demand for it spiked in 2011. And they can sell for anywhere between $2,500 to $10,000 per swim bladder. Wow. So, because of that huge income for fishermen, they are constantly trying to catch this fish. And that is the fish that is constantly getting the vaquita in trouble. Um, So, because they live in the same area. And so, even though it is illegal to export this fish to asia and also they're in endangered fish now because of yeah this ancient medicinal chinese medicine soups um they are causing other fish and animals in the same area to be endangered and extinct almost so that is the fish <laughs> that is causing so much problem for our little our little porpoise oh <laughs> um but here's a cool fact since nineteen fifty nine the u s Navy has trained dolphins and sea lions as their teammates. Isn't that cool? Yeah, so the Navy has not pet dolphins but service dolphins, basically, kind of like how what the military has like their dogs, their canines, yeah. military dogs. they have military dolphins and sea lions, but That's they're cool. Navy ones um. So, they use them for the sailors and marines to help guard them against, like, threats underwater. So, they use them to locate mines, unauthorized divers, and other dangers that could harm the Navy. And then, because of... they, They started this program in 1959, um... There have been many rumors about them using them as, like, suicide bombers and stuff, but those are just rumors, um, because for a long time their missions were classified, so they couldn't deny the rumors until, like, later their missions were then used to, like, not have to be classified, so then they were able to counter those rumors. Okay. So, they have never used them to harm dolphins (laughs) or sea lions, um... But, so, in 2017, they decided they were going to use their trained dolphins to protect the Vaquita. Interesting.
0: Um, so,
1: they were going to use them to help the Vaquitas fight to basically find the netting and other dangers that the Vaquita could run into and remove them, or they were also going to use them to find the Vaquita and try to, like, get them to a safe place um, using dolphins, which is kind of cool, because it's their cousin. Um but that was in 2017, there were some speculation, like, not speculation, suspicions that it wouldn't work in a way, because they were like, we don't really know how well it'll work, if it will work, Um, and it was just in the beginning process of them starting to train, so I haven't heard, like, I was trying to research if there's any updates, and I haven't been updates on that program yet, so I don't know if they went through with it, if they're still trying, if it is working, I don't know. Um, But as of 2019, there are 70 dolphins and 30 sea lions in the Navy Marine Mammal Program. Wow. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Definitely. The Navy uses dolphins and sea lions. (laughs) It's pretty cool. So. And they're hoping to use them to help protect an endangered animal. Wow. Yeah. Kind of, if I were to join the Navy, I'd want to be in ah. No. I would want to work with a sea lion. I don't want to work with a dolphin. I like dolphins. Dolphins are cool. They're cute. But they're too similar to me to, like, orcas, and I hate- Orcas. I hate killer whales. (laughs) The more I learn about them, the more they make me so angry, and they scare me so bad. (laughs) Because they're like, you never know if they're going to actually be playful or if they're going to murder you. Oh. With a shark, for the most part, you know that it's probably going to try to murder you if it's hungry. And you don't want to be friends and pets, like, with a shark. But a killer whale, you're like, maybe it could work out unless the killer whale decides to be mad. Then it'll either be way too playful that it kills me, or it'll just be mad and kill me. (laughs) So, dolphins aren't as bad, obviously, but they are also known to rape people. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, you know, just keep your dolphin happy. I'm sure it'll work out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, dolphins are cool. But I think I'd rather work with a sea lion, even though they're they also, they're wild animals. They're not domesticated. I understand that. But I also think sea lions are cuter because they're like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I like dogs. Dolphins are cool, though. So you'll work with the dolphin. I'll work with the sea lion. And we'll be known as the puffing pigs. And it'll be great. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right.
1: So some famous ones. Um, there are a few children's books and other books about the, you can find about the vaquita, which is kind of cool. Um, you can find them on Amazon, or if you just Google books with this animal, you'll find a lot of them. But there's a specific movie, um, that is a National Geographic documentary, and it's called Sea of Shadow, and then, like, each word is, like, a different color, so it basically spells out S-O-S. Um, like, C -S 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 S. of and then shadow s so sos um and it's about activists and undercover investigators trying to work together to save the species and the trailer for it is super intense (laughs) because it's like all this undercover work and then like working against all these like illegal poachers and fishermen so there's like guns and like government things and politics and like boats and all this crazy stuff and you're just like what what? All to like try to protect endangered species. And then yes so I watched it yesterday and it was like dark in my house when I watched it and I was like, ooh, that was intense. And then my phone rang like right next to me and vibrating and it, like I totally jumped. I was like, ah oh, I'm safe. I'm not I'm not an activist or undercover investigator, like in harm's way. But it definitely startled me it's a pretty intense looking documentary but it looks good and it's all about them trying to protect this animal and like getting on the right side with the government to also work with protecting this animal um but a cute story um to kind of be on a happier note <laughs> is a book called Vinny the vaquita And it's a kid's book, and it's about Vinny meeting new friends on his journey to find other vaquitas. Um, And in his journey, he finds new friends and allies, and also new confidence. So it's cute. It looks cute. And the art for it looks cute. So if people are interested in a kid's book about this animal, there you go. Vinny. Um, All right. Lightning round. That's where I just shoot a bunch of facts at you really fast. Okay. But you have to do your best lightning sound, like <laughs> or laser sound. There you go. Someone the other day did like boom, and it made me laugh so. So just your your good lightning sound, whatever you think lightning sounds like. Okay, so this is also just the difference between a dolphin and a porpoise. Porpoise, yes, porpoise. Watch me be saying it wrong this whole time. Um, They are very similar, but they are different. So the main differences are their noses. Dolphins have elongated beaks, like we talked about, while porpoises have rounded, shorter ones. Their teeth are different. The dolphins have cone-shaped, sharpie-looking teeth, while porpoises have the spade-shaped, spade-shaped teeth. That's really hard to say. Spade-shaped. <laughs> say that ten times fast. Spade-shaped. Spade-shaped. Spade-shaped.
0: Spade-shaped. <laughs> you try. Spade-shaped. Spade-shaped. <laughs> spade-shaped. I can't. Spade-shaped.
1: <laughs> their dorsal 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 fins They're dorsal fins my goodness i'm just getting tongue tied um, are different cuz dolphins have like a curved hooked looking fin while porpoises are equipped with more of like a triangular one and then their bodies the dolphin's body is more lean while porpoises are to be more stout shaped and somewhat fatty looking <laughs> so they're a little chunky Um, and then there are six species of porpoise and 32 different species of dolphins, so. Wow. Those are the difference between a dolphin and a porpoise. They're cousins, and they're similar, but they're different. Okay. And my last special segment is how can we help this loved animal? (laughs) Dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. The Association of Zoos and Aquariums, aka AZA, has identified the vaquita as one of their signature species within the Saving Animals from Extinction Program, which stands for SAFE, which I think is cute. Um, And Loveland Living Planet Aquarium has committed to the conservation and survival of this species, even though they aren't found in aquariums, they are still helping to, like, helping the efforts of saving them, so, meaning, like, they're doing their part for helping the wild ones, not like just the ones that they have in captivity. Because there are none in captivity. But they do want to help protect them. Um, so some of the efforts are trying to eliminate the harmful fishing practices and creating a sanctuary where the remaining ones can live safely and happily. And it's important for us to our part in it is to keep our beaches and oceans clean to protect them from swallowing unnecessary plastics and other things. Um, And just in general, keeping the ocean clean is very nice for the ocean animals. Um, And other ways we can help is to raise awareness. So post about them, talk about them, share this podcast with people about them. You can sign petitions of, like, trying to protect them and coming coming up with ways to protect them. Um, You can donate to the cause if you want, or you can support conservation efforts. Other ways is buying sustainable seafood and then reducing your single-use plastics. And then the biggest one, don't buy those swim bladders of that one fish. (laughs) It's just a swim bladder for a fish. It's nothing special. It doesn't contain any special thing. So don't buy them. So that way people stop trying to fish for that fish and stop hurting the zaquita in the process. That is how we can help protect these animals. Any questions? (laughs) Nope. Cool. Well, there's the vaquita for you. They're endangered, but they're cute, and we need them to stick around because they're just cute. And they have their purpose. They have their porpoise. (laughs) Cool. Well, that's the vaquita. Until next time. Bye. Bye. They're cute. They are so cute. They're little panda faces. Why wouldn't you want a panda-faced dolphin in the world? Porpoise in the world? Thank you so much for joining me, animal lovers. And also, thank you to my special guest this week. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends, so I can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. I would love to hear from you. Your stories, your experiences, any suggestions you might have. Also, I would love to see any fun, cool art you guys do. You can email them to me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram for updates, cool art, and other fun animal-related news. Click the link in the description for the resources, the donation links to saving the different animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. A special thank you to my family for my really fun drum rolls, my best friend Jewel for my awesome music, and to my guests for joining me in my animal passions. Thank you again, animal lovers, for listening and supporting me in my animal discoveries and adventures. And until next time, bye! Alright, so your last random fact that does not have to do with vaquitas is about frogs. Okay. (laughs) Many frogs use their eyeballs to swallow...
0: That's disturbing.
1: <laughs> Once they have food in their mouth, they prey. They uh, help force it down their throat by pulling their eyeballs down and basically shoving it down their throat <laughs> with their eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> and that is how frogs swallow their food
0: with their eyeballs. <laughs> and that's it.